What's up, everybody? Welcome to Friday's episode of the uh, X uh, Button. Um, yeah, today is uh, Friday, and there's a lot that's been going on this week. Not really. I lied. But there is a couple things. We had the Nintendo Showcase event. We had the Resident Evil event. Mm, mm, mm. So let's go through some of those, you know what I'm saying? But first, let me shout out a couple things. Let me shout out that... Our podcast is getting nearly 300 plays total. We're about to surpass that benchmark. So I want to thank everybody for listening again. Um, if you want, share it Share it with a friend. You know that friend that plays some games? Say, hey, check out this podcast. Why not, you know? Spread the, spread the love a little bit. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, we're passing 300 plays, and I am very happy, very proud And I'm excited to see where this podcast will go in the future. I'm currently working on a a YouTube channel for it slightly. I mean, I have some gameplay videos to upload that I will upload eventually, but Premiere's been working slow. I got overtime every week, you know what I'm saying? So trying to make it work where I can. But all in all, uh, thank you. I want to shout out my uh, personal gaming Instagram. I post little snippets of gameplay I post uh, little games I picked up. Recently, I got Batman uh, Forever for SNES. I just found it <laughs> at a store, and it was it was cheap, so I got it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to like follow me on there, that'd be great. Uh, I'll probably start posting um, updates on when episodes are available. Obviously, Monday through Friday, but you know, if it's something special, I'm, I might post it on there. And there's some good gameplay vids on there that I will be posting. Um, one already up from cyberpunk. If you heard us talking about cyberpunk in the last episode, there you go. You get to see me hit somebody with a sword. I'm going to leave it vague so you can go check it out. And, uh, hilarity ensues. And then you get to hear me and twins laugh like hyenas. But, uh, the, the, the Instagram is mystic.maddox, M-Y-S-T-I-C dot M-A-D-D-O-X. And uh, go check that out, leave a follow, and just get ready for some good gaming content. That's all it is, really. Just posting everything gaming on there. Anyways, uh, let's get into some of the stories that I've been picking up. So I, I get home today. And I turn on Outriders, and I was like, okay, it needs an update. So I was like, all right, I guess, I guess this is going to be the big one. You know, this is going to fix everything. And what do you know? I mean, do you think do you think the sign-in bug is fixed yet? If you don't know, the sign-in bug is where you click to log in. It says authenticating, and then it says signed in, like you're in there. And then nothing else happens. You're just stuck on a screen that says signed in making you look like an idiot for even buying the game. So what had happened was that that patch came through. I restarted my game. And what do you know? What do you, what do you know? I was so excited, but what do you know? It's not. It's not patched. It's still there. You log in and you, you're, you're logged in, but you're not logged in to their standards, which is fine. Out of all the bugs in Outriders, fix that one first, for the love of God, because it is a hassle. I love that game. It's fun, but there's many days where I I come home and I 
turn it on. I it runs into the glitch. I restart it. It runs into the glitch again. I restart it again. It runs into the glitch again. And this takes about like 20 minutes. And then once I'm finally in there, I'm like, damn, do I even really want to play this right now? Tony Hawk's sitting there. Other games are sitting there. Do I really want to play this one now after having to break down a wall for 20 minutes? The answer is no. But, you know, <clears throat> I did a mission. I try to, and that's another thing. I'm on world tier six and I'm trying to progress to world tier seven. And every time I go to matchmake with random people, every time a match it makes me, I'm always on world tier seven with them. So that means for some reason that more every every like little bit of progress I make on those, I'm basically like leveling up my world tier seven, I believe. Cause every time I go back to my world tier six, I'm right where I left off. And I'm not progressing much. I guess I'm getting better loot in their world tier sevens, but at the end of the day, I'm still struggling every time I go back to my world tier six. So pick a lane, Outriders. Fix your bugs and get it going. I'm trying to play the game. I can't play the game. I have very little precious time to play games nowadays, and you're killing it for me. Thanks a lot, Outriders. In the ways. Today, uh, we are going to talk about a couple different things. I probably mentioned it already. Outriders, or not, <laughs> fuck. We're talking about uh, the Indie Showcase. We're talking about Resident Evil Showcase. Um, and then... We'll just see what other stories I run into because there's a couple other things related to games coming out soon. Uh, we will talk about Resident Evil first. So, one thing they announced was a Dead by Daylight Dead by Daylight collaboration, which is that four v one. I think it's four v one, either that or three v one horror game where it has all these franchises. Uh, like I think it has Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and the dude from Saw, Jigsaw, and uh, it's it's basically 4v1, so you're just trying to take down the, the enemy or whatever. And it's got Leatherface, I think. It just has all these like horror horror um, monsters, I guess is what you want to call them. And yeah, you just try to take them down. Or you can be them and take down the other four players. It's, it's, it's an okay game. It's an indie game. But they are like pounding in these franchises. It is like Fortnite 0.5. Like... It is right there. It's about to become Fortnite, I feel like. They had also announced a a series on Netflix involving Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield uh, called Infinite Darkness. And that's going to come out in July on Netflix. Looks pretty cool. I mean, the CGI, it looks, it looks okay. I, don't, I really don't know what direction they're going for it. Apparently, it's based after RE2, and I think it's based after even RE4. So I have no idea what they're doing. It just shows them talking to each other and yeah, who knows where it's going to go. But I know those are beloved characters in Resident Evil, so it may go somewhere. Who knows? Another thing they added was Resident Evil Mercenaries, which is a mode that's going to be in Resident Evil 8. And it is a, uh, it's basically like a score challenge mode. Uh, very arcade-like, fast-paced. And you're running through killing zombies. Uh, on at one point they had a objective on the screen that said kill 15 zombies in X amount of time or something. Uh, so it looks it looks pretty cool. At least at least they're giving more modes to the game. 
Uh, I don't think RE-verse is going to be a, a separate... It's not considered a mode in RE8. It's going to be like how I think Resistance was in RE3 Remake. So it's going to be a separate download, a totally separate game. So that mode is... It looks okay. We'll see. And oh yeah, Resident Evil 4 was announced. Who was hype about that? Because I was. But, and here comes the but, it's for VR. If it's for Oculus Quest 2, which sounds kind of cool. I never got into Resident Evil 4 when I was younger or when it was like very popular. But this actually might be interesting. I don't have an Oculus Quest 2. I don't know if I'm going to get one for this game. I'd rather play maybe Half-Life if I got one. But uh, it's a cool experience, I guess, if you own an Oculus Quest 2. I think it's going to be in first person as well. So it's a slightly different than the console version of RE4. So I, I guess I guess we'll see on that as well. There's a lot of the announcements they made at this conference were very vague and kind of up in the air. Even the trailer they showed for RE8, which is a good thing because I, I was saying previously that there shouldn't be a lot of gameplay and stuff shown because... It kind of spoils the experience. Am I still going to play this this stuff? Yes. Am I still going to watch it? Yes, because I'm a sucker. Anyways, they announced a new demo uh, for the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. I'm not sure if it's going to be on the Xbox. So it looks like the new demo is going to be available from May 1st at 5 p.m. to May 2nd at 5 p.m. PDT um, in North America. Europe is going to be May 2nd to May 3rd and uh, Asia is going to be May 2nd to May 3rd as well and the demo is going to be 60 minutes they have a village section and a castle section and you have the option to choose one or the other or apparently you can like divvy up your 60 minutes into both which sounds interesting but then again as, as I said before I don't really know I don't know about it I don't know if it's worth you're going to, it's a single player game. So everything you run into that demo, you're going to play in the game and it comes out shortly after, uh, shortly after the demo's out pretty much. It comes, the demo comes out May 1st. So on May 7th, <laughs> on May 7th, there's uh, I mean, that's when the game comes out six days later. I can wait a week. I probably, I, I downloaded the demo. I probably won't play it. I probably just delete it. Because, I mean, it's literally a week away. I think it's for the people who are not sold on it, which is fine. If you're not sold on Resident Evil 8 or you're scared of horror games, Jake, then go go give out the demo a try. They have a maiden demo too, so you can get a taste of what it feels like. And also, to new players of these t- kind of games, they're not all scary. It's not like, at least for like example, Resident Evil 7, that game kind of went from being scary at the beginning with some PT style elements going on. And then after you get out of the house at the beginning, it's, it's basically just a standard run of the mill RE game where yes, you'll see zombies and other stuff and creatures and whatever, but it's not, it's not as scary as like, I don't know, five nights at Freddy's or something. It's not, it's, or even the house at the beginning. It's not, it's not as scary. It doesn't ever get that scary. So I'd say give it a try to anybody who doesn't like horror games because at the end of the day, the RE games are mostly just 
a single player survival game. So you're basically managing your inventory, your ammo, your health, and that's kind of the fun of it. And your inventory is usually slotted out to where you have to fit certain things in your inventory, like Tetris. So like it becomes a a strategy game at at some points too because you you got to figure out what you need to keep and what you need to take and what you need to or what you need to leave and what you need to take because um, sometimes you'll have important parts like in RE2 that you had like puzzle pieces that you needed to use that would take up inventory space while also carrying multiple guns and ammo that took up space so like yeah it's it's just it's overall fun though taking down zombies and and actually getting through the survival aspect of it it's not as scary and it's more just like can you do it can you make it through it's an endurance run but you know if it's if you're not into it it's not your thing i guess but that was pretty much it from the re showcase today very disappointing that there wasn't an uh resident evil 4 remake announced which don't know why not i mean it's been rumored for the past year they kind of spat out resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 it's the 25th anniversary of resident evil now don't know why they didn't spit it out now but it must not be ready or we can all point to cyberpunk anyways let's move on let's go over the uh the indie world showcase because there are a couple things there i wanted to highlight we lightly talked about it on the last episode but i wanted to go over a couple of the games that i may not have mentioned or uh, spotlighted um Let's see. Uh, they have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder, Shredder's Revenge is what it's called. And it's basically like the old arcade t- uh, TM- TMNT games. So if you're into those, that was pretty interesting. Um, I never really fell into beat-em-ups like that. I played some of those when I was a kid and I loved those games, even the old TMNT game. But they were both kind of... Or they were kind of like... You have to be very spot on where you're punching. Like I recently got Scott Pilgrim versus the world and it very, it reminded me how much that kind of style of game is just like dated in my head. Like I just, I'm so over it. All right. Uh, the next game is aerial Knights never yield, which is a side scrolling 3d. It's a 3d side scroller. That's like a classic endless runner is what the site says at least where you just run, jump, slide, and dash uh, to do... I guess you're just speed running through the level. But it seems like they highlight the soundtrack being amazing in the trailer. You're this you're this kid with... I guess not a kid, but he's like a, looks like a teenager. And he has a like bionic leg of some sort. I guess that's what makes him jump high and whatever. But it looks interesting. That could be cool. I think it is... Coming out May 19th, 2021 for $15. I'm not sure if that one's exclusive or not. A lot of these I'm not sure if they're exclusive or not to Nintendo because this is a Nintendo indie showcase. Some of them aren't exclusive, but I don't know about all of them. But this one says May 19th, you can get it on Switch. So that's all that matters. Uh, Ollie Ollie World was revealed. If you haven't played the old Ollie Ollies, they are side-scrolling skateboard games. Very simple to play. You hit X to like land. It's all about timing your buttons. Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice little game. This new one looks more colorful, more vibrant. It looks, it's called a uh, Ali Ali World, so it's it's got more. It looks like it has more depth to it, but still the same core gameplay. Go check it out if you like side scrollers. Aztec Forgotten Gods is not exclusive to Switch. That game 
looks amazing. So, so it looks like this game was made by a company called Lienzo. It's an indie studio located in Mexico. It's like a futuristic style. I don't even know what to compare it to. Kind of reminds me of like Pathless and a little bit of Souls, but it's they don't really tell you exactly what you're doing in the gameplay. But it looks like you're dodging a bunch and you have this big bionic arm. And it seems you use that to take down some of the bosses. You're fighting a lot of bosses in it, according to the trailer. So I'm very excited for that. I think it might be coming to PlayStation as well. So, oh, it is. Yeah, it's coming to Steam, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and the next-gen PS5. So all that. Uh, That looks really good. Can't wait for that. Go check out the trailer if you haven't seen it. What's next? Konami announced a game which it seems like it's an old, according to the site, it's an old classic Famitsu franchise, uh, which is, a, I guess, a, just an older game. And it's called called Getsu Fumaden, which we had mentioned it last pod. And this game looks amazing. It's, like, very colorful. The art looks really detailed. It looks like a 2D side-scroller mixed in with 3D elements. So... It's got a lot of a lot of different art styles going on. And you're basically the samurai running through fucking up these bosses that are like very neo looking bosses. I, I really don't know how to explain it, but it, it, it looks it looks great. You should check out the trailer for that. It's called Getsu Fumadin. And I think I don't know the trailer. I don't know the release date for that, but yeah, I'm not sure. Next up is a game called The Longing. Um, according to Nintendo's YouTube video trailer for it, the description reads, As the last servant of a slumbering king whose powers have faded, it's your task to wait for the awakening for 400 days. Huh? Huh? What does that even mean? So it has a timer on the top, and it seems like you're literally waiting for 400 days. Now, I had heard that you're not waiting 400 days. There are ways to speed up time in the game. But that also kind of assumes that you can wait 400 days in this game if you wanted. And this is like real-time, real-life days. And to that, I say, huh. To that, I say, cool. Very cool, but huh? And we're moving on from that one. The next one is Art of Rally. Art of Rally looks dope. It shows a over-the-head, like, I guess, I wouldn't say God view. It's like bird view, bird eye view. And you're looking down on a car drifting. And I don't know what the point of it is. I assume you need to get clean drifts. There's no, there's nothing else on the screen showing what you're, you're working towards. But it just looks really clean. It looks very satisfying. Uh, I don't really know what you do in it, but... If all you're doing is drift, then that's all that matters. And I believe it it might have a... Let me see if it has a date. So it looks like all it has is a summer date for it. So we will see it this summer. There is a game called Skull that's coming out. S-K-U-L. Also coming out in a vague time period, summer. In a vague time period, summer. And... It's just, it looks like a Dead Cell style. Honestly, 
skull. I mean, it has some boss battles, which look interesting, but outside of the outside of that, and just looking at the base gameplay, it looks like a non-rogue style of Dead Cells, which I'm not sure if that's going to be good or not. I don't know. This looks like one of those games you have to play and not look at, if that makes any sense. But it's basically you're a skeleton, I think, and you're picking up different skulls, and that's what gives you different powers. So it could be good. Could be uh, could be the next big hit. Who knows? It seems like everybody was pretty positive about it in some of the reactions I was watching. That gets you food, food in. Oh, hard rally, rally. Uh, all right. And the last thing that I want to talk about from this showcase, they had a couple other games, but I'm not going to mention them. There is one, House of the Dead remake. Huh? House of the Dead remake, baby. Now, House of the Dead remake got me really hype. It doesn't have a release date for it, and it doesn't clarify. Let me see if it. It supports handheld modes for some reason. So I assume there is a con standard control for it, just using the right stick, which sounds frustrating, to be honest. But it also has a tabletop mode with Joy-Cons and a TV mode. So you might be able to just use Joy-Cons. They don't really clarify. But uh, it's basically a remake of the old House of the Dead. If you ever played it at arcades or on the Dreamcast, which I've, I think I've done both, but mainly on the Dreamcast. Yeah, those games are one of a kind. I, but they, they really rely, they're light gun games, so they really rely on pointing physically and shooting physically. So I'm not sure how it's going to translate to a right stick, but we will see on that too. There's no date, which is awesome. I love when they don't give dates because that means we can't get disappointed by waiting too long. Right? Hmm. Maybe. Right, Elden Ring? I don't know. Uh, there's one more thing. Let me see. Uh, let me... It looks like uh, Ubisoft Forward E3 2021 was announced. Uh, according to their tweets, let me see here. Okay, according to Ubisoft's Twitter, they just announced, it just says announcing the next Ubi Forward part of E3 2021. And it says June 12th at 12 p.m. PT. PT? Huh? PT. Uh, it says, get ready for Ubisoft Forward. Our digital conference goes live on live on Saturday, June 12th at 12 p.m. PT as part of the E3 2021. Stay tuned for all the latest information about the lineup and announcements from our teams around the world. Good for you, Ubisoft. Good for you. Are we going to see Beyond Good and Evil 2 or whatever the hell that was called? That'd be nice. Is it, ooh, is it okay if we get that? I mean, you never know. It is, is Watch Dogs Legion going to get a fucking 60 frame update? That would be nice. I was just thinking when I was looking at my PS5, I don't think I'm going to play that game ever again. I own it as a PS5 upgrade, but the PS5 upgrade is only 30 frames. And I hate being that picky, but it's like it looks like garbage 30 frames. Like it's not even, it's like not even a solid 30. Like it's struggling a bit at times. Like get your frame rate right, bro. And, I mean, they had some promising DLC for that, too, coming out that I was kind of excited for. But I guess, you know, more more to wait on. As, as we all know, there's nothing happening today. Um, Actually, some of the indie games did come out yesterday. So, if you're into that, or when, when, when it showed the indie showcase, they came out. So, if you're into that, go look up the full list. And some of those are available if you need something to play. Fez is now on Switch. So that's pretty cool. Pretty great game back then, but I haven't played it since, so who knows. 
There's a funny IGN article by Joseph Noop where it's titled Call of Duty Cheaters Are Using Night Vision Goggles to Brag About Escaping Ban Waves. So so basically when they're unbanned or they're 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 dodging the bans, they can turn on night vision goggles in Warzone, which that's not even available in Warzone. Isn't that nuts? The hackers are so good, they're adding something that's not even in the game or in that mode to that mode. Yet Activision still doesn't know what to do. I guess Raven, Raven, whatever. Yeah, Raven Software doesn't know what to do about it. Hmm. Weird. Weird. They can see me at nighttime, even though Warzone's always daytime. That's great. I guess that might give you an advantage if you're indoors or like in a dark area, but I can't think of too many dark areas in that game or in that, yeah, in that map. Who knows? Now, this news is great. This one's by Jordan Alleman on IGN. Near Replicant has a powerful new boss. And extra links to Near Automata. So, Near Replicant. If you want the full title, no bullshit. I'll give it to you straight, all right? Because that's what this podcast is about. It's about truth. When Near Replicant version dot one dot two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine dot 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 dot. When that comes out, that's literally what the title's called. When that comes out on April twenty third. I'm going to be in there, baby. And apparently I'm going to be experiencing a new boss. I haven't even played the original near replicant. So that's great. That's even more new content. And apparently it's adding ties to near automata because this is a prequel to near automata. Therefore now they're like, Oh yeah, let me, let me toss. It's like they, they released in game and then they're going back to release Iron Man one. And they're just, they're adding some stuff that's like, oh yeah, Thanos looks like this now, you know, stuff like that. But this is cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, so yeah, that's coming out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC on April 23rd. That's next Friday, baby. One week from today. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, if you're not in the near at all, check out near Automata. Give it a try. It really prides itself in playing multiple times. So like playing through the full game multiple times and it's it's the art the music the gameplay varies so much it has like it goes from like a top-down shooter to a, a side scroller shooter to a like run and hack and slash as a person on the ground like it, it has so many variants and the the bosses and some of the interactions with the npcs are so great oh man game is so good uh, but that's that for that. Let's go on to the next item. All right. Another IGN uh, headline. <laughs> I'm just going to say this and move on. But by Matt Perslow on IGN, Cyberpunk 2077 patch reportedly contains unreleased DLC quest files. What a surprise. What a freaking surprise. Nothing to see here. Just Cyberpunk being Cyberpunk. And CD Projekt Red being CD Projekt Red again. May 18th, you get Days Gone for PC. If anybody hasn't played that yet, it's a pretty good game. I mean, I think it runs great on PS4 and even better on PS5. I don't think you're losing much by just playing it now. But if you wanted it for PC and you don't own a PS5 or PS4, then it's out there, boy. It uh, has a better photo mode and it apparently supports ultra-wide monitors. Cool. I bet it's going to look great, but yeah, I know. One last thing I wanted to point out was the DICE Awards that's happening on April 22nd. 
It's a industry awards, so there's not going to be any game reveals, at least to my knowledge. And it's basically giving out like best art direction, outstanding art design, um, basically all to the developers and giving support to all of what they've accomplished over the past year. So go check that out on the 22nd. We may talk about it more on Monday and get into what all the categories are and stuff. I want to shout out mystic.maddox on Instagram. Uh, you can go there to check us out about what we're posting, any games we're playing, things like that. Some funny clips that we found. I might post more related to what I've been experiencing on PlayStation 5 or whatever. And uh, that that's where you can get all that content and you can follow us on there. Lastly, I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. I know that there's a lot of you and a lot of people from different states. I'm seeing a lot of different states uh, listed and even countries now. I want to thank you guys all for uh, listening and checking us out. We're fairly new and small, so uh, any support helps. If you want to share this with your friends or anybody who might be interested in gaming, go ahead and give us a share or just give them a game for them to get into gaming if they're not into gaming. So just spread the wealth, you know? Anyways, I'm done babbling on. Uh, I'm out of here. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next time on Monday. Bye.